0: Up to the sky and you suddenly felt the blues. You ask yourself why is there nothing left
1: to lose? Is there nothing really left here but just some fool's gold? Trying harder to get it every day with gold. Oh,
0: lend me your ears for today. So I was watching the
2: show called uh, how the show States got their shapes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You were telling me about it the other day.
2: Yes. Yeah, There's a Brian Unger, you know, from a uh, daily show. Brian Unger.
1: I loved his work on the odd couple. <laughs> you we left the sandwich are old.
2: out. We are singing old songs. That's it. No, what'd you find on the show? Uh, so I found out that I'm going to dumb it down a little bit, uh, as I often <laughs> have to when I'm speaking to you, right? Uh, basically, yes? Detroit was founded by hillbillies. That's what I found out on that show. Yeah, they took the Hillbilly Highway to Detroit.
1: That's simply not true.
2: It's absolutely true. That is
1: that is a hundred percent ridiculous.
2: You know what's you know what's even better about this story though is that the, actually the Hillbilly Highway had basically three prongs.
1: One of them went to Detroit.
2: One of them went to Chicago, and the other one went to Cleveland.
1: Cleveland, well, right? No, no, that part I understand. That mm-hmm. part makes a lot of sense to me. It seems like they got it partially correct. I guess he was going for the C minus. On his TV show, yes, of course the people of Cleveland are hillbillies from Appalachia, but the people in Detroit are you? What possible like they cultural s- thing would you even say? They said came they- from Detroit. That is Detroit. That would be like at all Appalachian in nature. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, do you guys
2: not? Are you guys not famous for having like kind of hillbilly music coming out of Detroit? You are
1: talking about Motown and or rap?
2: I'm talking about okay, "Bow with the Bow" with "Dang
0: a
1: Dang." Okay, no, 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 no,
2: no. Okay, Kid Rock, Kid Rock. He calls himself. He's he calls himself a redneck. Didn't he have something called American Redneck? Oh no, American B-A. Bad A.
1: Yeah, but yeah, oh no, yeah, that's you, the same thing, Brent. Also, Thank you. He
2: also samples. He also uses songs from Leonard Skinner. He has been known to take samples. Look, he's also not, known as the Kentucky Fried Chicken song.
1: Look, he's a white trash musical artist who has a few good songs. Come on, that whole Devil Without a Cause album yeah. is great, and uh, he's got a few other good tracks but, skipping around out there. But he is not—he is not redneck is music. Redneck.
2: Yeah, that's, Get that's, out that's with so that! that they, so they moved down from the hills. The hillbillies moved down from the hills, and then they became white trash. That's the way it works.
1: No, welcome to America. And for the rest of you, welcome to the next installment of Raisin, Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And this is a show about sports and trolling and making bets and predictions and Brent's poetry. Last week, if you listen to the show. Oh, yeah. It's a good poem, Brent. Do you want to read it to us again? No. No. Nice. You get one chance at the poetry. Okay. Well, go back Maybe and download the last poem episode. Poem next time. Maybe I'll write you a poem oh, next time. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so nice. Thank you. But we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this uh, This week. Yeah, I call it this week's show. This week's show. Why not? We're going to talk a little bit about NFL, right? The National Football League? What's going on there? Not much, I guess. No, we're down to the final four. We've made predictions. Let's see who looks dumber after last week's episode. we got coaching changes. we got coaching changes happening all over. We've got coaches who are making Brent angry.
2: Not making me angry. They're making me laugh really hard. Okay.
1: Brent laughs when he's you angry. You should be
2: angry. You should be angry. I'm a little
1: angry about it. Michigan men should coach You know, Michigan teams. Spoiler well, alert! We, we've got the L. A. Lakers playing up to their highest level. Oh, oh my goodness, dear lord! Well, maybe this is their highest level right now. No, that's my point. Uh, it's yeah. unfortunately, I think this is the ceiling of this team, and they're they're six up from the bottom. Ugh. Yikes! Yikesers.
2: Hey, luckily they're on their their Grammy uh, away trip now, so that'll help them. Yeah, so because they're, they're great away from home.
1: Yeah, typically, typically they usually go in the tank around this time of the year before. It, oh, oh. Are they going for the number one overall? Is is David Stern's final act as commissioner going to be give the Lakers the first overall pick?
2: I, if, if would it, it shock you if it was? It would not
1: shock me at all. <laughs> uh, no, not corrupt at all. Um, you definitely know that it won't be Cleveland that gets it, probably. It typically is not, unless it's a native Ohio and number one, overall, number one pick. overall pick. Yeah. We also have a special guest in studio for an interview, Alex Rodriguez's Yay. cousin, Yuri Yay. Sukart. Oh. He's going to be in here telling us all about how he feels about the A-Rod suspension. A full baseball season. We may have a little things to say about that as well.
2: Yeah. Well, at least, you know, the way the Yankees are looking right now, he's not going to be suspended for the playoffs because...
1: They will not be making the playoffs this Thank year. Thank you. That seems like an easy reach for me. Well, they make. only need four more starting pitchers to have a good <laughs> pitching staff. <laughs> On the plus side, Mariano Rivera... Oh.
2: Hey. About that. At least Derek Jeter's on the way back up.
1: Uh, no. Oh. No, 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 but at least they re-signed Curtis Granderson to... Oh. Y-
2: well, but this isn't much consolation, but at least they still have the rock solid at second base.
1: Robinson Cano, I don't you know. Can- oh. So we'll be right back to talk about all of that after three seconds of...
2: Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah.
1: We are back. Yeah. Songs with Rod. 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 We'll be talking about a Rod later. We're going to be talking with his cousin later. So
2: let's have like, you know, a bunch of other Rods on the show.
1: Yeah, let's just let's Rod it up. Yep. With Rods. I want my bod. Here's the hot Rod. Here's my question. How many times do we how many times are we allowed to say the word Rod on the show until we get the explicit uh, label for our podcast? Nice. Rod. Rod. I don't know. Welcome back to Rod Rod. I'm Rod, and this is Rod. Man, the other day
2: I was walking through this uh, slaughterhouse, and these guys were throwing patties around. I got Rod. I got hit right in the face with a raw patty. I got Rod, dude. Like
1: Rod? Like R-A-W-E-D. So So let's let's talk some football. (laughs) Because that's what we can do. At the NFL playoffs, we're down to the Final Four, Brent. Yeah. We both made predictions on last week's. I predicted the Seattle Seahawks would play in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against your New England Patriots. Nice. And you?
2: I picked uh, San Francisco. You sure did. And San Diego. Oh. I blame San Diego's loss, though. I I really <laughs> feel like they could have won that game. They just played way too
1: conservative in the first half. Can we argue that they lost that game completely due to their offensive coordinator who clearly does not belong as head coach of any team in the nfl at any time sure if those sound like sour grapes they might just be yeah but we'll get to that in a little bit later your detroit lions signing jim caldwell (sighs) yeah kind of it's one of those uh, really you don't sound very
2: enthusiastic Ray. he he was your first choice right second choice third fourth Fifth, top he's on, 10 he's on the list in the 15 he's on the Boss list. bottom
1: 10 i'd let him in the club really mm.
2: i mean here's what i know about jim caldwell mostly you want to he talk had... about that right now sure let's do okay it. let's jump in jim caldwell had uh i think one great year with peyton manning he
1: had he had two pretty good years he had one great year 14 and two took him to the super bowl mm-hmm. lost to the new orleans saints no shame there the next year peyton manning gets hurt they go two and 14 they go two and fourteen. and who was the quarterback for that team brent was it
2: Curtis Painter?
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, so you're saying it wasn't Peyton Manning? Wasn't and Peyton it Manning. wasn't Andrew Luck?
2: It wasn't Peyton Manning? It's the other guy. Yeah, but here's. Th- but think about this. Any coach should be able to get some wins. I mean, it wasn't just Peyton Manning. They had Dwight Freeney on the team.
1: There was talent on the team. Reggie there was Wayne was on team. still there. Uh, the next Stuck year, around.
2: the next year they got another quarterback and they went eleven and five. Yep. Okay.
1: You're telling me Jim Caldwell with Andrew Luck would not have gone eleven and five or even nine and seven with that team. Well, I don't know, but
2: for some reason they fired If you go two and fourteen, you get fired.
1: I think they just cleaned house in Indianapolis, though. I don't think it has anything necessarily to do with Jim Caldwell. Yes, two and fourteen, underperforming. Everybody knew that team was going to take a dump that year. Nobody actually thought the Colts are going to be good after and maybe it's just the fact but they've been nobody, good for fifteen years but or whatever. Nobody thought they were going to be good the next year with Andrew Luck, and sure they didn't. went eleven and five. They sure did. They went into the playoffs. Uh, did very, very well for themselves. you you, you got to have a lot of respect for what the, Andrew Luck was able to bring to that I entire mean, so, organization. So he went
2: 2-14, and 14, okay, granted, with, I think, mostly Curtis
1: Painter. But let's not gloss over that fact. Do you know who the starting quarterbacks were for the 16 games? Uh, I remember we said Curtis Painter. Curtis Painter, eight of those games. Kerry Collins, they brought in for three of those uh, games. Super Bowl quarterback, thank you. Super Bowl quarterback, yeah. And also for five of those games... Dan Orlovsky, oh, the man yeah. who helped captain your Detroit Lions to an 0-16 ship.
2: Dan Orlovsky sounds like he should be part of a uh, tag team in uh, the, the WCW. You're like, the beast and Dan Orlovsky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they lose every right. single match. Yeah. And he's always the guy who gets beat up the whole time. So, and challenging <laughs> the Dan Orlovsky. So I would just beg you to say, I mean, yes, but Kerry Collins at this point in his career... He wasn't going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. He okay. made the Super Bowl back in 2000. This was 2010.
2: Okay, how many How many games did the Jacksonville Jaguars win this season?
1: They won four games. They Gus won- Bradley, Coach of the Year, as far as I'm they concerned. They won four games. With a worse team than that. With worse quarterbacks. Yes, they did. Okay. Uh, Chad Henney's better than, I think, all three of those guys. But I see your point, though. But here's, I
2: mean, so this is why I would be concerned if I was a Detroit fan. The guy had a couple good years when Peyton Manning was... was we thought at his apex, uh, maybe he is now. Yeah, right. Um, and then was not able to you know, rescue the ship at all. But
1: it just shows you how much Peyton Manning was central to that entire organization, that everything ran through Peyton Manning, and when you took him out of the equation, there was only one season sure. down afterwards, and then they brought in Andrew Luck, and it was just plug and play. Let's go. Keep going.
2: But here's what concerns me, again, as a Detroit fan, if I, if I was a Detroit fan, You have a coach coming in that was not able to get anything out of these other quarterbacks. And from what everybody says, they wanted to hire somebody to kind of to bring Matt Stafford to that next level. Correct.
1: Where are you hiding your crack pipe right now? What do you mean? He helped develop Peyton Manning and got him all the way to the Super Bowl after he'd already been to one. Let's face it. Peyton Manning in the playoffs. Not great. Uh, Peyton, Man- Peyton Manning did nothing in that Super Bowl. He had one of the worst statistical games of any winning quarterback in a Super Bowl. And So, again, that had nothing to do with Jim Caldwell. Let me ask you the question. Where did Jim Caldwell go after Indianapolis fired him? He went to be an offensive coordinator. Where? Oh,
2: Baltimore Ravens.
1: Okay, and so he took Joe Flacco and developed him into a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. You're going to tell me he can't do anything with quarterbacks?
2: That's interesting because... uh, What had
1: Joe Flacco really done? He'd won games, but had he ever gotten that far before?
2: Yeah, he never had Anquan Bolden before, and then when he had Anquan Bolden, they won the Super Bowl, and now this year they didn't have Anquan Bolden. What did they do this
1: year with with Jim Caldwell? They almost made the playoffs. Almost, yeah. After after stripping that defense of everything good with Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. I think you're proving my point. He cannot
2: without without great talent all around. He can't lift somebody that's not great. So he's going into Detroit where they don't have great talent. You're telling me Antoine
1: Bolden is a Hall of Famer? He's a safety valve. He's basically a glorified tight end at this point.
2: I don't know. I mean, he he became Kaepernick's
1: go to guy. No this year seriously, too. where are you keeping the crack pipe? Okay. Well, if as long Smoking as you, as long as you're okay, in the boys room. as long as you're
2: okay with somewhere in between two and fourteen and seven and nine for the next five <laughs> years, then you're okay.
1: Wait a minute! Shouldn't it be two and fourteen or fourteen and two? No, because you don't have Peyton Manning. But will, will you put on the record right now? I think what you are saying. Our is record yes. next year will be somewhere between fourteen and two and two and fourteen. Yes. Okay. Yes. When Jim Caldwell Thank has, you.
2: when Jim Caldwell has the best quarterback in the league, or he does, Matt Stafford, or uh, one of the best wide receivers in the league to help his quarterback, then or the one of the best defenses, then he can do it. Does he but not he have the best wide things. receiver
1: in the in the league next year? Calvin Johnson. He's old. He's old? Well, you're... Oh my Clearly goodness. he's
2: old because the guy said he was old and then they lost that game.
1: Oh, great point. You know what? Exactly. And when someone taunts you and then ends up winning, everything they said must have been true.
2: Well, hey, you know what? I'm not going to, you know...
1: Here's, the, here's what I'm going to say about Jim Caldwell. No. He was on the list of a whole bunch of very, in my mind, middling average candidates, and the Lions themselves said they either wanted Ken Wisenhunt or Jim Caldwell, six of one, half dozen of the other. They would have been happy with both. Both coached a team already to a Super Bowl. Now, a loss in both of their cases, but let's face it, you know, they were playing... In the one case, Pittsburgh, and they came from behind with, what, a minute to go to score the winning points? And against the Saints, nobody was going to stop that team that year. Okay, I'm happy with that. So they, they already meet the criteria. Previous head coach, been to a Super Bowl, makes me happy. And Ken Wisdenhunt wanted more money than Jim Caldwell, and he also had a lot of ties to the Tennessee area. So therefore, they let him go and t- so, took Jim Caldwell, saying we they were both the same to us. Here's our guy. Now, here's what Jim Caldwell is going to bring to the table, okay? He's going to do, he is shown to do a few things. Bring discipline to the team. No more of these stupid shoot yourself in the foot penalties. No more of this acting out and playing sloppy and loose like Jim Schwartz was letting have happen. And he also is known for developing quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford is a guy in desperate need of a little bit more development. He's right there, just needs to take those final steps. And absolutely, if he can get Joe Flacco to win the Super Bowl, he can get Matt Stafford at least a playoff victory. Minimally, one would think that that's possible. And the other thing he's doing is he's bringing in defensive staff, as I believe, and I and it hasn't been officially done yet as of this recording, but he's bringing in his former defensive backs coach from Baltimore to be the defensive coordinator, and our secondary is the thing that desperately needs a lot of work. So I'm very, very happy about those decisions as well because he's going to patch up the problems that are already there. Win, 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 win. He, the guy commands respect, uh, and I think he's going to be a great hire. I, I think at the end of the day, he he is definitely, and I don't ask much, I just want a guy who's going to win us one playoff game. Do I think Jim Caldwell can be the guy to do that? Yes.
2: So you've convinced yourself in the middle of this from saying that he wasn't your first, second, or third choice. All of a sudden, now you've convinced yourself.
1: He was one of their top two choices or
2: top three. That's a Detroit Detroit fan because he was not on anyone's radar, Jim Caldwell. Yes, he was. What are you talking about? He was on the radar as the guy that went two and 14. They're like, you know what? In Detroit, we will accept zero and 16 or nothing.
1: (laughs) Two wins.
2: How dare you?
1: Hey, how's that Chiefs playoff game treating you? <laughs> I have uh, nothing else I can go to. I know.
2: I watched it right after the Detroit... De- oh.
1: oh, dear Lord.
2: Uh, wait, you know what? You want to make fun of my team a little bit? Always. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Bowe is a weird dude. I love Dwayne Bowe.
1: Dwayne Bowe, who got busted for marijuana a week before heading to Colorado, where marijuana is legal anyway.
2: Have you heard about any of this? Uh, any of this stuff? Okay, I, I, you I get, you got to tell the story I to just me. I'm going to read what... you some quotes. Okay, from an, from an interview you did on the radio. I love okay? it. Let's hear it. Okay, so Dwayne Bowe on the famous uh, fourth down play where he d- could not get his second foot in bounds. He
1: did not. He looked pushed, uh, but it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, he basically said. That he was he was worried about breaking his foot because he had a little crack in it since the third quarter. He wasn't even supposed to be playing in the fourth quarter, so he's that's why he didn't get his foot down. So
1: it's just utter heroism that he was even out there in the first place. Get off my back for messing it up.
0: Yeah, well, he wasn't. I mean, he was just
2: uh, it was just like one of those. Why would you even make that?
0: Uh, a pro's
1: ex- got to get your foot down. Why not just own it and say, you know what, guys? Yeah, I didn't get my second foot down.
2: He says that, I and mean, that's w- all you got to w- say. Which is kind of a bad thing, but then he all then he also says, don't make excuses. Yeah. But then he says, uh, "You know, me helping my team get to the to the stature is what I call a great year, no matter what my stats are."
1: I mean, that's a good thing. That's one hundred percent team oriented. And you yeah. know who says that? Guys who had bad statistical years on teams that did well. Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't hear Peyton Manning saying that, right? But then they talk about him getting arrested for marijuana,
2: and he says, "Whoever knows Dwayne knows the truth. What kind of guy I am? Uh, a guy was, who
1: smokes a lot of pot."
2: <laughs> I was being profiled.
1: <laughs> profiled.
2: All come to light in February. What's
1: happening in February?
2: Because Is, my teammates and my family knows I was being watched and being followed.
1: Maybe now he sounds
2: kooky again. He's right? smoking
1: too much Reef and he's paranoid. Maybe that's what's going on right there. Dude, who's at the door? Who's at the door? Nobody knocked, dude. Nobody knocked. Keep going. I
2: mean, to be fair, he says, I can barely walk right now. I do have a my foot in a boot right now. Very we well speak. possible.
1: Yeah. It's hard so, to fake that on a face-to-face so interview.
2: Kooky thing. Then he says a really good team thing. And then yeah. then, uh, then he goes back to saying, I want to be a little lighter next year. I want to be more explosive and faster than I was last season. I'm going to become quicker and faster so I can be like Deshaun Jackson.
1: Okay, Dwayne Bo. <laughs> I mean, he's not the same type of body type as Deshaun Jackson. You know what I mean? Wow. You know, that's just like me telling you right now, man, I just I just want to work out a little bit and then and then I myself might someday be Mike Tyson.
2: Then they say, what? well, then they talk to him about whether Alex Smith deserves a new contract. He definitely deserves a new contract. He's a leader, game manager, game changer. Quarterbacks I had in the past definitely don't amount to what he did in this one single year. Great quote. But wait, that's the first part of the quote. Okay. And then he says, we got me, and if we get another good receiver, you never know how far you can take this time.
1: <laughs> it's like wow! it's just like throws the rest of the team under the bus. <laughs> hey, guys. How are those tires tasting to ya? you? You
2: got a little Dwayne Bow, man. He just like says stuff and then doesn't even be like, wait. Uh, no, no filter. Could, could, we, could we cut that? And he's like, nope, I said it.
1: <laughs> no filter Dwayne Bow.
2: No filter Dwayne
1: Bow. Well, that's pretty fantastic stuff right there. But you had some stuff you wanted to talk about with Jim Harbaugh. Get that off your chest, Brent. Okay, come on.
2: now, Jim Harbaugh, he's a, he's a great coach. But he's a big D. He's
1: and he's a, a Michigan big, guy, and I'm right. saying that.
2: He's a big D. He's a D-bag. Because nobody up by 13 points with less than a minute left runs a fake punt. Fake punt, everybody. Fake punt, and then gets it. I know they wanted to run out the clock. Okay, but what's your what what you're risking when you do something like this is me. If I'm if I'm the other team and I'm angry and I that would make me really angry if I'd I was be, on the other team. I'd be pissed, yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if I see him throw a fake punt and I was like, okay, and then I just run over to Colin Kaepernick and I break his arm. Hey, good luck in the,
1: your game next week. You just dive over the top as a three hundred pound guy and land squarely on the knee of one Colin Kaepernick while yeah. he's trying to like go into victory formation. This is what
2: this is the kind of thing you're calling upon yourself.
1: You're calling on yourself, bad karma, bad feelings, and teams to to do cruel things to you. Not only that, but we're not even talking about that game. What happens the next time these two teams play? And let's face it, they're both going to be around for a while. Yep they there will be future meetings they're going to play soon enough, no doubt.
2: As great of a coach as he is, he's got to just use his head a little he's emotional yeah
1: he gets really emotional remember the Jim Schwartz thing from a couple years ago where it was a really close game and they ended up scoring uh, I think fourth and goal from the eight yard line and then they hit a slant play up the middle to score the winning touchdown with very little time to go, and it was a killer game. I mean, that one killed me deep inside. I was I really thought we were going to get over on him that day. The game finally ends. Jim uh, Harbaugh is all emotional and jumping up and down, and what does he do? He grabs Jim Schwartz's hand. Instead of taking that moment, that even Eric Mangini and Bill Belichick, who hated each other, took that moment to shake their hands. Congratulations. Good luck the rest of the year. Your team fought hard. You've got a good organization. You move on. It's, what, 10 seconds at most that you have to do? He grabs it, grabs Jim Schwartz by the shoulder and then gives him a wrestling whip toss into the into mm-hmm. the turnbuckle and rolls right through him and yeah Jim Schwartz got angry and yeah, came and after that's him. That's the best thing Jim Schwartz ever him.
2: did was go after him. I respected uh, him after that game. I did a lot too to yeah. be fair. To be fair.
1: Uh and you know what? You it's, can't be acting like that though. You're just gonna is, piss piss people off. And
2: you know the other reason you can't act like that? It rolls your attitude comes down it makes that that's what your players are going to do too. Yep. Okay? So this is why you've got Colin Kaepernick scoring a touchdown and then doing the Cam Newton touchdown dance.
1: Now, you had an interesting point earlier. I'm I do. Sure. I
2: think that you know if you're at a certain level and you have a famous touchdown dance, if someone else does your dance during their dance, you should get penalized.
1: That should be a penalty for taunting. 15 yards, stealing touchdown dance. I mean, it is directly taunting somebody it else.
2: Is. And you know what? There's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's nothing illegal about it within the, the sport of football, I guess. But again, you're caught. What's going to happen? So that's going to make the other team want to... Hurt you.
1: Remember T.O. at the center of Texas Stadium? Mm-hmm. Standing on the star and looking up to the heavens, and then yeah. the other players from Dallas drilling him? Yeah, there's just. It was fantastic. He deserved it, and everybody involved deserved a penalty. But what are you doing? It's kind
2: of like instead of, you know, we, a lot of times we say, don't poke the bear. It's like, don't poke the guy that has nothing to lose because he already lost the game.
1: Yeah. All he, you know what happens when you punch the bully? He doesn't go away. He thinks of ways he can get even with you later and get his heat back. It's like the Cam old... Newton's going to be pissed off. Yeah,
2: it's like the old joke. They say, never get in a fight
1: with an ugly guy. They got nothing to lose. What, are you going to mess up his face? Right. Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. So we've already established the final four teams that are left, mm-hmm. and you have lost one of your Super Bowl teams.
2: You know what? At this point, Ray- Do you even want to
1: redo, or are you just going to ride San Francisco all the way?
2: I yeah, I'll still write San Francisco. I'm not going to backtrack. But you know what? Honestly, as long as Denver loses, I don't care. So you
1: don't actually I, want Denver to be your team? Is no. my other follow-up oh, question. Oh no!
2: I, t- so I you'd will... be like,
1: go Peyton Manning, go Denver. Yay. Well, let me ask you this, Ray. If one of the final four teams was Green Bay, would you take them as your redo? Please, no. So. Are you kidding me yeah. right now? I hate Green Bay. Thank you. Bunch of thugs out there, glory boys getting all the calls. Please, yeah.
2: Denver Broncos. <laughs> worse ingredients. Green Bay. Not better ingredients, worse ingredients. Am I right?
1: Yeah. More like, more like bronc no. Right. (laughs) Am I? uh... In
2: Chiefs Nation, it's known as the donks. That's what we call them. The donkeys.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Why would you call them that? Because they're stupid? Because
2: horses are donkeys. We're like, you're not horses. It's a, you know, it's a.
1: Oh, that's what you call the Broncos. Yeah, we call them the donks. You don't call yourself the donks. Oh, no. Because it seems to be a negative term. Yeah, and it would make no sense. It doesn't rhyme. It has nothing to do with the Chiefs or Native American culture. Yeah
2: donks the donks yeah we call them the donks okay you know what why not? donks faders we don't really have a bad name for the chargers because you don't need
1: one
0: yeah I mean, you know what honestly though i still i i don't really
2: hate the chargers even though you know
1: so they're your um, that's to me what the chicago bears are they have cool helmets what's cooler than a lightning bolt uh, a bubbles the line on the side of your san diego
2: uh, superchargers well, I mean, you, you sticking with your picks You still? I mean, I think that Seattle I don't
1: see why I changed my picks at this point. You... I do believe Tom Brady's going to beat Peyton Manning. in I Denver. you're right. And I oh. do believe that Seattle's going to beat San Francisco. So, no, I'm not changing my picks. And I picked Denver at the start of the season. So I kind of feel you... like I'm playing with house money I'll right now. I'll tell
2: you now. what, if you get both of these teams, I'll give you big credit, man. That'll be great.
1: Wait a minute. Actual big credit from you.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, look, that doesn't happen ever. I, I, I don't I don't see why more people aren't talking about Bill Belichick getting coach of the year.
1: Well, they it's too late on. now, but yeah, he had the hard this is his best coaching job ever.
2: Yeah, it probably it's is. It's
1: hard to even argue it. And on that note, we're gonna come back and have our little interview segment following three seconds of Avenue Q. Ha!
0: <sighs> An afternoon alone with my favorite book. Broadway musicals of the nineteen forties. No roommate to bother me. How could it get any better than this? Oh
2: hi, Rod! Hi, Nikki.
1: And we are back with our big interview segment. All right. Okay, uh, David, go ahead and uh, show him in. There he is. Okay, cool. So we have All Alex. Right. We have Alex Rodriguez's cousin here. His name is Yuri Sukart. Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead, Yuri. Just grab a seat up over here. Bruce. Bienvenidos. Yeah, man. So hey, thank you very much for coming on the Raisin Brent Show. Oh, that I would, it's, a, it's a privilege to be on your show. So, no, obviously we have you on. Uh, first off, how are you doing? I don't want this just to be about your cousin, Alex Rodriguez. What have, what has Yuri been up to lately?
0: Uh, you know, I've, I've been having a good year so far. You know, I, uh, I had a quiet New Year's at home. I just watched some of my favorite movies, Boogie Night, Magnolia. I watched uh, the whole first season of House of Buggin' with John Leguizamo. No, I and- feel
1: like those have something in common. Yeah, they're all awesome. They're all great movies. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah they're no, all amazing. Be good. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't know about House of Bug, and the other two, I'll take you on. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Yuri, and do you mind if we just go ahead and leap right in and start talking about your 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 cousin, A Rod? Of course. That's why we're here. That's why. I mean, let's face facts. I mean, as much as I want to hear about the TV shows that you're watching, yeah.
0: You know what? Do let's do that. Let's face facts. Just like my cousin has been facing the facts the whole time.
1: I don't believe that he has actually been facing the facts the whole time. He did admit that you and him used to mess around with steroids and hey, it was hey, all crazy.
0: Hey, hey. No, no, we did not mess around. We are cousins. You know, plus we both like girls. I don't want... Look... Uh, don't put that out there. I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. If, if that's the way that floats your boat, that's great. But me and my cousin, A-Rod, to answer your question,
1: Yes. no, we did not mess around. I meant more so uh, with steroids. Except with the ladies. No, no, I, with ladies and also with steroids together. That is what the story that came out was, that you guys were just crazy mess and didn't around, know how it worked. Mess around with the – what kind
0: of sick person are you, man, that we're going to be messing around with drugs? I mean, putting them in different places in our body to pleasure ourselves. I mean, that's just.
1: No, that's not even a little bit of what I'm talking about. We're not talking, there's nothing gross happening unless you consider egregious steroid use to be gross. I'm not talking about anything weird or, you know, that aspect. Uh, we are a family friendly show, everybody.
0: Okay, I, maybe I'm misunderstanding what you said, so.
1: When I say mess around, I mean that you weren't...
0: You mean that we put things inside of things or some things get put inside of us? Yeah, I know what that means, man. I'm not a virgin. You know, I mean, I've been around... I'm talking about
1: needles and injections, Yuri. Steroids, drugs. Man, you
0: got some kind of weird focus on this show, man. Like I'm going to be some kind of sadomasochist where I'm just like poking needles in myself and making myself all oh, the pain feel so good like that. Oh, man. When I bleed, I get my pleasure out. I don't get, I mean, maybe sometime. I mean, yeah, sure. Sometimes I get a little crazy, but, you know, but not Alex. You know, he just likes regularly. He would like to eat popcorn from Cameron Diaz and, you know, stuff like that. Well,
1: who wouldn't who wouldn't enjoy eating popcorn with Cameron Diaz? I mean, that's just, that's just joy right there. But you're kind of screwing this. This was in the newspaper. I mean, he did have a press conference where he admitted to some of these steroid things right here. And now he's facing, he got his sentence reduced. So he's facing 162 games. He's going to miss the entire year upcoming from baseball due to suspension. And uh, do you or he or him through you have any comments, uh, opinions, anything you want to say about that?
0: I think Alec got. Got major league baseball right where he wants them, you know. How because,
1: how is that possible?
0: Uh do I have to break it down mathematically for you? I would like it if it you was, did that. It was originally suspended for two hundred and eleven games. That is correct. Now he threw the major league baseball. Now he's only suspended for hundred and sixty two games. So he got thirty eight, forty nine games knocked off. So if sure. he just if he just threw the MLB four more times he will have no games left on his
1: suspension. Well that's an interesting way to look at it right there. Uh I suppose, but obviously he has to su- fact if he threw them four more times, yeah. They will owe him
0: 34 games. They will have to go back and play 34 games from the previous season to add to his stats with Hall of Fame career.
1: Ah, uh, let's not get let's not get ahead of ourselves right there here. You actually believe that uh, your cousin, Alex Rodriguez, has any chance, based on all the last Hall of Fame voting, nobody from the steroid era, and he is someone who has admitted steroid use, nobody's even come close. You really think he's the guy that's going to break through? Well, that's true that he has
0: admitted to some steroid use, but since he is completely clear and innocent of it, even though he admitted it, he still is innocent in my book. So you can't put him in the same... The same uh boat as like Big Mac or Whopper, is that a player too? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Big Mac or Whopper or the Big Fish, any of those guys
1: they, that did steroids, he didn't do none of that, okay? That's fair, but I mean, and, and let me just ask the question right now. So what's your side of it? You say he didn't do it, he admitted to it. What would cause a man to admit it when he didn't actually do it? What's the story here?
0: Well, here's what I want to say to that. Do you have any orange juice? Because my throat is a little in plus, uh, and I like the kind
1: with no pulp. The pulps, i don't even know what the pulp is. It's like mucus in my throat. It doesn't feel good on the way down. I prefer no pulp myself. Yeah, um, David, can we get him some orange juice, please? Thank hey, you. you know who was a good pulp? Pope John Paul, man, that was a good pope. He had the
0: big white hat, just like the rest of them, but he would like had the Pope Mobile. And people would just like,
1: bam, 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 shoot at the mobile, but that
0: stuff with bulletproof, yo, you know?
1: I think you're dodging the question here, Yuri. I really do want to know what causes a person... You say he's innocent. Is that am I, am I hearing you correctly? A-Rod is innocent of all steroid use. Of course. He admitted to doing it, however.
0: But just because you admitted it, it doesn't mean that you did it. I mean, I will admit, look, there's a lot of things that we could admit. We both were big fans of that show, the... Don't trust the bee in the Apartment 23. Okay. We were both big fans of the show Workin', Work It, which only lasted like four episodes. But how could you not love that show? It's like a new version of Bosom Buddies. Nobody knows what happened to those two dudes from the original Bosom Buddies. At Tom, Hanks. H- Tom Hanks? Yeah.
1: Many Academy Awards and big-time movie career? No,
0: If you say so, but I haven't seen anything they've been in myself.
1: Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, The Green Mile. Yeah, I don't remember any of those. The Man movies. with One Red Shoe.
0: I remember the Man with Two Red Shoes. I remember Saving Private Jones. that had an Ice Cube and uh, the guy that created Hank Hill in it.
1: That was all right. Well, one. I'm not getting anywhere. With, so, okay, fine. That's fine. Okay, you're trying to derail this interview, and Yuri, this is hard journalism here on the Raisin Brent Show. Hey,
0: oh my! Hold on. You're saying that you're sitting over there hot? Man, what is going on with this? No, that's
1: not what I'm saying at all. Are you
0: getting your jollies off of this, man? Because I'm, this no. is serious to me. Like, you, I'm trying to seriously answer your questions, and you're sitting and saying, oh, I'm over here. I'm hot over here. Well, that's disgusting to me. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with this. You know, I know I'm like the ultimate Latin lover over here. You know, I mean, I'm not as, as beautiful as A-Rod. You know, no, Cameron Diaz is not going to be feeding me popcorn at at Texan Stadium
1: so watching the Cowboys. We're not going to see you kissing yourself in a mirror or kissing your own reflection at in a maximum spread anytime soon. Wait, who have you been talking to?
0: I mean, the, those things have not been released
1: and not, even though I admitted that I did it, that doesn't mean that I did it cuz that's that's the rules. Yeah, no, I get you right there. So, assuming that Alex your your cousin, you he doesn't play this year, he's going to have a lot of free time. What would be the plan? And oh. I, I know that you think he's going to play, but there's got to be a plan B in there somewhere, Yuri. You are
0: you crazy if you think he's going to have some free time. Alex, he gets paid. He's still owed like $100 million. There's nothing going to be free.
1: But Well, to be fair, though, they could actually void his contract over this, and there would be no more playing, and he's not going to get paid for this season at all uh, due to being suspended for PEDs. That's that's how the system works. I, I still don't know what this Green Mile movie is that
0: you're talking about. I mean, that's, I, I feel like Alex hits the green mile. He's got money for a whole mile. If you laid out his $100 bill, it would be more than a mile of
1: green. That may actually well be true. but So, so there is no plan B as far as what you and Alex Rodriguez are going to be doing.
0: You're saying that he was irresponsible in the sack with a lady, and now they got to go get the plan B?
1: That is not even no. It's private and personal. That. Uh, yes, it would be, except that's not what I'm trying to say at all. I'm trying to see what... what... I mean, I would admit that he, we have done that like 40
0: or 50, 100 times. 40 or 50, 100 times with the plan B. We, so we've had lots of plan B. Yeah, we've had lots of plan B, man. I know it's private, but
1: screw it, man. Let's just talk. Let's just be real. Yeah, I'm glad that this is an environment, you feel, Yuri, that you can be real on. Uh, we're here, and I'll just... Uh... Be
0: real. Oh, man. Cypress Hill. Be real If.
1: Is a god to me.
0: You know, I went to see them in concert one time. They had a 50-foot-long bong on stage.
1: That's horrifying. I don't want to see that. I got a picture of it right here. I don't
0: know. I no, don't want to see that. No, I'm not. It's 50 feet long. You don't understand. <sighs> it's both it is both a bong, which you put weed inside of it, uh, and then it's also
1: 50 feet long. That's why I called it a 50-feet-long bong. That's horrifying. I don't... We don't... But you guys don't do any drugs.
0: Of course not.
1: Then how would you know what a bong is? Because, I, well,
0: I learned the most of my... Of course, I watched that the that 70s show. What? Scott was always... It seemed like they were just having a good time and there's all the smoke in there because that is because they were smoking out of their barn.
1: No, no, the camera was just going around the circle and just showing them as they were just hanging out with each other. Right. And then there's just weird smoke around them all the time. You didn't find that strange? I never really noticed the smoke before, Yuri, yeah. to be honest with and you. And
0: how they were being really silly?
1: No, that's just how me and my friends were. We were just silly and sitting around and drinking Mountain Dew and, you know, that's. Well, clearly you were a drug addict then. That I don't. There were no drugs involved, so I don't. You don't think caffeine is a drug? I don't think it counts. I mean, That's I guess my, yes, technically it is. That brings
0: it all around to my complete point: steroids, caffeine. We all take drugs,
1: okay? You know. So are you willing to admit, admit as articles have said, Alex Rodriguez has had a substantial, the biggest drug culture world that the world has ever seen has been around Alex Rodriguez. He has been injecting steroids and performance-enhancing drugs to an epic, beyond Barry Bonds level, which is what the stories are saying right now. Clearly, since you admitted earlier that you were a part of it, and he does everything with you and through you, that this is all true. You can come and just admit it right now.
0: I will admit that Alex Rodriguez, my cousin, has been injecting his good looks into the Maxim photo spread and, and injecting a fun culture into the New York Yankees that he had sorely missed for the whole time that he wasn't there.
1: You're saying his, his teammates are so, known yes, to have has, hated him. His teammates didn't like him at all.
0: It's a love-hate relationship. No, so, it's mostly
1: just hate. But
0: also love.
1: Maybe they love to hate him. You can't
0: say love to hate without love. Look, it's like uh, right here is love and right here is hate. And you see this little skinny thing right here? Yeah, it, I see the graph you brought with it, you. It, it's a thin line between love and hate. Like, that, like the movie with Martin Lawrence. How do we... Hey, did you ever see Black Knight? Man, that was just like... I was watching and I was like, man, this is just like a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court. Yes. But with Martin Lawrence. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: yes, and historically very accurate. Yes, I'm it was sh- hysterical. Yeah. You're right. Oh. It was
0: hysterically
1: great. All right, Brent, do you have any questions?
2: Um...
1: I'm You've been awfully quiet this whole interview. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this just blowing you away right I, now? This is... The,
2: of all the interviews we've ever done on the Raisin Branch show, Yuri, I will say this to you. Of all the ones we've ever done, this is one of them.
1: I, I would I would second that. This is definitely an interview on the Raisin oh, Branch show. Thank, I'm not I, sure I, I we're going to get that anything good. a
0: compliment, you know, because usually people don't say that after an interview. You know, it seems a little unprofessional, but... Uh, you know, when then you, maybe I have a high expectation of being around such a, a prolific professional you know, like Alex Rodriguez,
1: my cousin. You know what? I, I think that's as good a spot as any to uh, to, to just... Uh, David, okay, yeah, David's, hey, David's you, got your fruit basket you, here. What
0: you got doing next weekend, you want to come over to my house? We're all going to eat popcorn out of Cameron Diaz's hand. I, I, I will do that. Is that real? Are you messing with us? I'm in. Psych. Oh, man, I totally... I was just reading about, like, 90s catchphrases, you know, and people would say, psych, and it means that I I, I mentally tricked you. But no, but seriously, you guys want to come? Yeah, I would love to. Okay. We were definitely going go to go to Alex Rodriguez's house, and yeah. we we're going to eat popcorn out of Cameron Diaz's hand.
1: Okay. Not. Huh? Oh, 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 oh. I, you got, got us again. Good, Good job, Yuri. Thank you. Uh, you know,
0: as uh, you could see me at the the open mic at the uh, steampunk coffee house in uh, Studio City. I mean, I, I don't perform there. I just drink coffee. Oh, okay. Well, we'll be sure to. If you come in and you say, "Hey, Yuri," if I'm there, I will be like, yeah, "Hello, yeah, that's my name." That's
1: a good bit. That's a good act you got there. Thank you. I mean, I'm just being myself. Man, just keeping it keeping it real. Okay. Well, David, David's got your fruit basket right here, Yuri. Oh, you're going to need some uh, oranges, as you were saying before. So uh, thank you very much for being a part of the show. You're that, welcome. Ever, that's Yuri uh, Sukard, everybody. Maybe we could do this every week. No, I don't think so. I don't uh, think so. Yeah, no, no. Nope. Thank, you, for thank coming. you very much. Thank you, Yuri. I'll just probably hang out
0: for the rest of the show.
1: No, no, Yuri. Uh, your fruit basket's here. We have a car waiting for you. It's right. um, We're going to take you right to the airport and just drop you off. I'm sure you can find your own way. From LAX. Wait, is this gonna be like that time when I accidentally killed Curly's wife, and then
0: George took me out to the lake and said, "Hey, look at the there's the farm. It's so beautiful."
1: You're just you're just quoting of mice and men now, by Steinbeck. No, that's real. That happened to me. And did he shoot you? Well, yeah, of course. You read the book. That's that was me in the. Get out, Yuri, Just get out of here. <sighs> All right, there he goes, everybody. Goodbye, Yuri. That was the worst. And best interview we've ever done on the show. Gordon G thinks that that guy is an idiot. We need to get Gordon G <laughs> and Yuri oh in God. the same room. Terrible, terrible. In any case, so there you go. There's the inside scoop.
2: I I feel like we learned
1: nothing, nothing, and everything. We learned. We learned we need to have that man back at some point when a Rod's back in the news again. He's I got might a lot have to, to go say. back and watch that show. Work it now. I yeah, guess. I'm, the whole first season of House of Bug, and I hope it's streaming on Netflix. Cause I'm gonna check out that Liguiziamo vehicle like crazy now. That's right. If I'm able to. We'll be right back after three seconds of Rod Serling. You're traveling to another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We're gonna bring out a new segment this week. It's called Bullet Point Theater. Yeah. We're just gonna quick fire in a few topics we don't that probably don't merit an entire segment all to themselves, but we'd like to talk about all the same. Here's what I want to talk about. American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior. Colon.
2: Team USA versus Team Japan.
1: I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Okay, excellent. Yes.
2: Well, we're both big fans of the show Ninja Warrior. It's
1: a good show. We used to watch it on G4. A lot of fun watching the Japanese. And now they have the
2: American version. The crazy thing is, like the Americans are always—it's built for like kind of smaller bodies. I think to go all the way,
1: you cannot be super tall, but you also can't be super short. You kind of—you got to be a little below average, but you still got to be able to make that uh, jump on the uh, incline. And a lot of short guys have trouble just getting up high enough to the get gu- to it.
2: The guy with uh, the guy that's won total victory twice, yes. over in Japan, he's won two Sasuke's. He is five foot four.
1: So in tight.
2: So, basically, it's our big kind of guys against their uh, smaller guys.
1: What we consider big-time athletes are guys 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", and to them, it's guys 5'4", but like yeah. built and, and ready to go.
2: So, it's, it's their thing. They've owned it, and now they bring it over to America, and they come over and challenge us on our home turf, and we win six zero. How is that possible? It's, it, it was just a series of, I think we were putting uh, Oleo or margarine on the doorknobs that they had to grab. Or oh, the that sheets. makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, I, I assume that it's just because this aired on American television. I assume there's a different ending, just like King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, maybe if I watch the same show in Japan, they won 6-0. They zero. won 6 nothing. Yeah. It's like in their version, Godzilla wins, but in ours, King you Kong!
2: Know, I, was this wrong? I was still kind of cheering for Japan some of the time. You know uh, the guy that they had on there of the old school guys you would know was Shingo Yamamoto, the guy mm. that was the gas station attendant guy. Ah, oh, I love that yeah. guy and still dressed that way. He did not dress in the orange jumpsuit, what? but uh, or the gray, whatever kind I remember of jumpsuit it was being it was. like
1: a dark blue or something. Yeah, okay. Like that. He had yeah. a
2: jumpsuit though, like he was you know in the middle of the Grease the Japanese version of Grease Lightning.
1: Love it, man. No, those guys are all really good. Did you know uh, the only American to go over there and have a lot of success went to the University of Michigan.
2: What's his name? Who's that guy?
1: I don't remember riveting next bullet point the la lakers what they're the sixth worst team in the nba mm-hmm. playing with five guys out there i've never heard of here's my
2: question to you ray their collapse right now is it due to pick one bad okay.
1: management bad coaching bad players oof here's the deal and it's going to i think the coaching is just fine d'antoni has had success uh pretty much whatever he's done However, bad management has led to bad players, and so, therefore, this team is crap. This team is paying Kobe Bryant 20, what million, $30 million a year to not get near the court. They're paying Pau Gasol big-time money for a guy who's, let's face it, well on the other side of his peak and definitely only a support player. He's not a guy who can carry the load for himself and they're paying Steve Nash to also not play, brought him in at like, 39, 40 years old at this point. They're also paying him top dollar to not play. And when you pay people that much and they don't perform at all, all you're going to have left are five guys who nobody's heard of or Pau Gasol and four guys who are terrible and they're just not going to be able to put the numbers up. So you say it's bad management. I say it's bad coaching. Uh Dan Tony, he
2: doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have enough control over the team. A uh, couple cases in point, okay? Kobe Bryant Played as many minutes as he wanted. He let him play himself too much. He ended up getting himself injured. And he got because okay? he's old now. He Nick what Young. Happens. Nick Young tonight gets fouled hard, the leading scorer right now, Yep, and punches a guy out of the game. And
1: that's just that's just no control over yourself right there. What if is Jim he?
2: Caldwell was coaching them right now, he would not have gotten kicked out go of the game. <laughs> Jim Caldwell
1: would have been very stern with him had that happened, yeah. So my question is, and we asked this question before. Top three lottery pick or number one overall lottery pick? Because let's face it, the Lakers are not going to be in the lottery without David Stern on his way out the door giving him one last gift, right?
2: Well, I'm saying. Tell me I'm crazy. Since there's supposed to be a deep draft this year, I'll say they'll probably get a top three and they won't necessarily have to give them the number one because there's supposed to be at least three, four, or five really good guys this year.
1: And right now they're the sixth worst team. So at their worst, theoretically, would they be like six to nine or six to eight? Something like that. If other teams jump them, which probably will not end up happening. Third bullet point orange is the new black. Awesome. Moving great on. show. I finally I <laughs> finally was able to finish the entire show. We don't want to be spoiling anything here for people that haven't seen it, but it is streaming live on Netflix. And let's face it, if you're listening to this show, you probably got the Netflix. Mm-hmm. You probably have that going on. So my only question to you is, great show, greatest show, how many awards?
2: Uh, it's not the greatest show, but, you know. Well, Breaking
1: it, Bad's probably the greatest show of the past year.
2: Of the past year? That's, the, all, that's we're all I'm about? talking
1: about, the past year.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, it's it's right up there for me. I mean, I was a big fan of the show Oz. This is like Oz, but with the, the weeds spin because it's uh, created by Genji Cohen. Yep,
1: and it's it's definitely more light and comedic, even though dark stuff happens yeah. constantly during the show. Yeah, It's much lighter in tone, and it is all women. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I would just say lots of really talented people all over it.
2: I mean, for me personally, uh, I would rather watch a lot of women in jail than a lot of dudes, even if, though I love the
1: show Oz. <laughs> if I had to choose between which nudity is preferred...
2: Definitely Thumbs the dudes. to Orange is the New Black. Dudes. dudes for Ray. Ray says all dudes.
1: Is there anybody from this or, or directing or what have you um, who you think would deserve any Emmy Awards this year? I mean, they're definitely going to be nominated. That that mark has been broken. You can now get nominated even if you never showed up on television due to the way that media is being processed these yeah. days. Uh, what do you think? I think Laura Prepon, pro, formerly of That 70s Show, is amazing on hey, that show. tell Yuri about that. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, I would also say Kate Mulgrew is red. Really, really fantastic. Yeah, that's true. And maybe even give it some for best original series, best writing. And
2: best name, Tasty.
1: No, wait. Pensiltucky. Pensiltucky's pretty good <laughs> right there, yeah. And just to say the ending, I mean, not, again, not going to spoil anything, but the last, say, 10 minutes, 15 Everyone minutes. Everyone dies. <sighs> oh. Why you got to be spoiling it like that? I don't know. That's...
2: That way they don't have to watch it all. They know, they know what's going to happen and they can be anticipating that everyone's going to die in the last episode.
1: Quick aside point. I just have to tell you this story really quick to end this installment. But my best friend in high school, he says to me, he was really big into Quentin Tarantino before that was a thing. So we're both original hipsters when it comes to that. He used to tell me every single day, you have to watch this movie called Reservoir Dogs. You're gonna, you just got to see it. And I'm just keep pushing it off and pushing it off. Finally, I rent it from Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference. And I bring it into school, and I go, hey, dude, look, I got the video. I'm going to watch it as soon as I get home today. I'm finally going to watch this Reservoir Dogs movie that you really like. To which point he responds, man, it's really cool, man. Everyone dies at the end.
2: Wow. Well, I'm not going to say whether. Really, dude? Really? I'm I'm not going to say whether everyone actually dies at the end of Orange is the New Black, because that would be a spoiler.
1: You know, one would call that a spoiler. One might also ascertain everyone doesn't die at the end of Orange is the New Black.
2: Maybe everyone just turns black at the end.
1: Or orange, maybe the heat lamps They're are up too. They're dead and they turn black
2: and rotted. To
1: to maybe they all want Hulk Hogan. Oh, maybe the
2: yeah, maybe they all ate too much vitamin C and turned orange. Ate a lot of carrots. Yeah, too much beta carotene.
1: And this will end the first and hopefully many installments of Bullet Point Theater. Theater. But in any case, we're gonna be right back to wrap up the show following three seconds of Rowdy Roddy Piper. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and a ball out of bubble gum. All right, folks. So that's going to end another enthralling installment of Raisin Brand. <sighs> what is wrong with you?
2: Sorry, dude. Um. My coffee is just, like, wearing off. I'm just, like, exhausted. Now I'm back to exhausted. I had my coffee, I was awake, and now I'm exhausted. You were
1: alert for most of this show. For, that's a first. I know. Just the
2: last weekend catching up to me. What did you,
1: know? you do over the last weekend, dare I ask?
2: Oh, it's, well, one of my friends, uh, you know, booked a writing job for uh, Seth Meyers. Since he's taking over Jimmy Fallon's show. So she moved to New York. That's awesome news. Yeah, so I went to her party, uh, going away party, because she had to start work on Monday. And then my other friend... Uh, booked a writing job on SNL. That's so, fair. So you know, that made her. all
1: the rounds over the face boxes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So
2: I w- went to her going away party. She too. used to
1: perform with you sketch comedy, right? She did. Yeah, yeah. Lakendra. The Kendra man got to give it up to her. Give so it you, up to the Kendra. So there's a big like going away party. Yeah, and um... I get it. no, 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 don't no, I'm not even going to let you start with this one. Let me guess. Oh. You had you had a, you, you were told to bring a guest, and you couldn't think of who to bring to the party for Saturday Night Live people, and so and so. Oh, Ray, you're left out in the cold again. Is that, is that where we're going to go with this? Like, oh, I, I threw the ticket away or I totally just didn't invite you. Oh, did you have that day off? Oh, we've played this game before, Brett. Ha
2: ha ha ha. Ray, d- have you checked your. Do you, how often do you check your cell phone? Check out your cell phone Constantly, right now. Constantly. Why? Well, check yourself. I don't feel, feel like you've checked it. What is this? That's a message for me. I invited you.
0: You just sent this. No, I sent it to you last.
2: Look, I even took pictures at the place. Look, here's a picture of me, and then there's I left a blank space in there so
1: we could we could Photoshop you into the picture later. Really? Yeah. You send me a text to invite me now. Attach to it a picture of you already at the party that happened over last weekend. Well, if I if I invited you at the time, you might have gone
2: with me, and uh, oh, we couldn't have that. No, it's just you know it wasn't. Uh, I don't want to say that it's, like, not your scene, Ray, but, you know. But being
1: was, around writers and actors?
2: And, well, funny people.
1: I hate you so much right now.
2: Why don't we end the show, then? Let's just give our, you know, if you're so mad at me, we'll take this outside. We've been watching too much Orange is the New Black, huh? We we, we shouldn't be fighting out in the yard after this. Let's not do that.
1: Well, I have affixed this razor blade to a toothbrush. See? Boy, we have been watching too much okay, Orange is the New Black. If you New watch Black. Orange is the New Black, make sure, just don't let it affect you in that way. Don't watch more than three in a yeah, row. Yeah, be very, very careful about marathoning it, because I did, and now I'm crazy-er. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. We really appreciate it. Here's a little contact information to get a hold of us. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, at AlmightyRay. You can get me at Scoops Pope, Or you can get the show, at Ray Brent Podcast. You should also check out our Facebook Dot com profile Ooh, click like on that and get us we're really really close to 100 likes right now and that's very exciting to me it's a first milestone to get to with the show just starting to kind of branch out and get out there mm-hmm. so uh, hit us up facebook.com slash ray brent podcast of course the show's available on iTunes, you can subscribe, give us five stars, give us some sort of glowing review, attach a little some words to it, and we would be more than happy to read those over the air. We want you to be a part of the show, is what I'm trying to say. We want it to be just as much about the interaction and just as much about you as it is us. That's a lie. We really want it to be more about us, but we'd like an aspect of you in there. That's not a lie.
2: That's true. That's completely true.
1: Thank you. We, get, we also are on Stitcher Radio right now, which may be how you're listening to us right now. Check it out the Stitcher app. You can get it for your iPhone or other mobile devices. Of course, we have people we want to thank this week, right? The Trainwrecks. The Trainwrecks. Jeremy Buck and the Bang. We got to thank David Knoll, our intrepid producer. Thank you for getting uh, Yuri his uh, fruit basket and getting him that ride to the airport. Really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I'm How number- about Jordan? Moncell. Always
1: have to thank Jordan Monsell. You should go to JordanMonsell.com, buy some of his steampunk he did, art.
2: He did our logo.
1: He's pretty fantastic. And uh, Greg Lopez, all the way in England. Why not? He gets a thank this week. Well, pretty soon he's
2: going to be a you know, Jacksonville Jaguars fan after they moved to London. they move to London, he's going to be his
1: new team, even though he doesn't watch football. Doesn't matter. In any case, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? That, no, I would just say, actually, I just think it's a thing where um, I'd just be like, any, oh, anybody want to thank Brent? You're like, no, not really. No? No? No, I'm good. No, okay. you don't want to thank Matt Stafford? And then we'd just do a thing where you'd be like... Why, for being fat? No, you'd just be like, I mean, he really hasn't done anything of note this week. Yeah. But you do it every week, Brent. You always thank Matt Stafford. You, al- you always make fun of Matt Stafford every single week. You're like, he's fat? <laughs> I don't know. He's fat? Good enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brent, anybody else you'd like to thank? Mm, no, I think I'm good. Wait, I mean you're good. There's no nobody you want to thank at all. No, I mean I think we had a good show. That's it. it yeah. You don't want to thank Matt Stafford for any particular reason.
0: But no.
1: you always thank Matt Stafford and troll me by making fun of him. Every single week. You, you not, I almost crave it at this point. Okay,
2: fine. right. right. I'm going to withdraw, I, would, I guess. I would, I would like to thank Matt Stafford.
1: Okay. Well, why would you like to thank Matt Stafford, Brent?
2: Because he's fat.
1: That's pathetic.
2: Like Matt Stafford.
1: Good night, everybody. You're going to have to drag me out in chains.
0: Something to- Sweet home Alabama. We are coming down the hill. Sweet home Alabama. We are living in Detroit Hill. No, we're not. <laughs> what is wrong Stop with you?
1: Stop it.